1: In Merlot. This is Blind Date approaching the landing zone. Can you read me, Merlot?
0: Blind Date, Merlot copies. Uh, read you coming in, coming in loud and clear. you coming in hot, coming in hot. Uh,
1: speaking of reading, we're coming, we spotted a terrible book in the landing area. Uh, this one happens to be a patron's choice. A patron's choice indeed.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, this, this book it looks it looks terrible. Yeah, your uh your site, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not good at army chatter, it turns out, no, Paris. Hello, up. terrible book club <laughs> listeners. Uh we're trying to like ease you into <laughs> the I Take that again. No, 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 we're fine. This is fine. We're not military people. Uh... uh Paris, but that seems to be what this book is for or like at least what it is really really into. So if you like your books rooty-tooty gun and shooty, Oh, boy, also, do you
0: like acronyms because we've got many acronyms many okay
1: so uh hello listeners welcome to episode 66 of the terrible book club i'm chris or blind date
0: <laughs> and i'm paris or merlot and today. this
1: time we read contra alliance by tom Colega.
0: oh that's not the whole title let me help you out um, there oh,
1: excuse me <laughs> more acronyms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh CASP no. Uh Contra Alliance Shadows of the Past book 1 by Tom Kolega.
1: Okay. Well, interesting thing before we move on, uh I had to giggle at the author's name here cuz Kolega is Polish for friend.
0: Oh, tommy friend.
1: Tom friend. Tom Timmy friend, friend here. Timmy friend. To take us on a journey to uh fake GI Joe land cuz yeah. let me tell you Paris. <laughs> you wondering what this book is? It's just fake ass GI yeah, Joe. Yeah, so
0: like if you gone into a um a dollar store or some kind of maybe perhaps lesser chain and you saw some action figures and it definitely looked like they were trying to steal gi joe themes like this book is the story of those toys yeah this is where the merch run (laughs) is from like like if
1: you ever wonder like what is this this isn't like snake eyes or whatever it's (laughs)
0: It's like Frog Tears. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, no, that's not the nickname in here, which we will uh, get to, but they certainly do feel like Z-Grey G.I. Joe.
0: <laughs> yep. And, and if you've ever wondered what uh, people who worship Rob Liefeld are doing, like Rob Liefeld's apprentices, well, let me tell you, this man employed them all to draw things for this book.
1: Actually, he did employ some comic artists. He for did. A di- so, okay, let's get to the background here of this book before we, uh, or perhaps we should thank our patron who chose this.
0: Yeah, let's uh let's let's take care of that. So thank you uh to our patron Jencina for recommending this book to us. I know that uh they said they were at a uh convention or something or a, like I forget if it was a comic book convention or or a that writing must, convention, that, but they were there and they got the book and they were like yeah you should really read this and and they said they had a copy and i was like oh well, you know you can always just send us your copy and we can send it back and they were like oh actually i have an autograph of like a better writer in it so i kind of have to keep that. i thought that was really funny that the only <laughs> this wait, book was good wait, for sweet wait wait wait, other- wait, 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 wait.
1: <laughs> back the back the trade up back back this up they got another author to sign a book? It's
0: like having a fucking napkin on you. You're like, oh, I got I have, <laughs> I I have this shitty book. I just have this in my yeah,
1: my bag with me. I yeah. was waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> Up until now, it's just been a wait. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah. Thanks, Jencina, for the recommendation, and thanks for that that fun story. I want to
1: see what the writer wrote in the in, uh, for the autograph. Now, yeah, like, me too.
0: Me too. We'll have to. I don't know, Jencina. Let us know what the uh, autograph was, or maybe send us a picture of it. And <laughs> but uh, thank you for recommending this. Uh, so, Jencina is at a patron level where you know they can. Tell us to read something, and we will do it once a year. So uh, if you want that lovely benefit, you too. You too can force us to read something.
1: Bono can force us to read anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, no, too. I didn't mean that. The God. Edge wants us to read. That's the next one is the YouTube. No, it's not. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, let's get into the background behind all this before we get into the proper plot here
0: well maybe let's tell people if they've never listened to the show before what they're in for oh yeah also this i mean you've probably guessed at this point but uh on the the book club we read books that we uh typically would not choose to read so we read books we think will be bad we usually determine this based on their cover title summary or something um or you know as in as is the case today a listener or a patron will request something and we'll read it eventually uh sometimes we end up liking the book we don't always hate everything all the time but uh most of the time we do. Most of the time we really, we really do not enjoy our time reading them. So, yeah. Um, content warnings for today. It's a, so if you don't like guns, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh man, there's guns. There's a lot of
1: shooting and so many guns. Stuff. Like you know your your standard cartoon fighty violence. Yeah, stuff.
0: like guns, military. I mean, there's a lot of violence and stuff, but. It's not very gory or detailed. It's just kind there's, of like some oh, somebody got good. shot. Some yeah. scenes
1: get a little bit into like how someone's bleeding out or like there's guts around a little and, bit.
0: I mean, I guess it takes a lot for me to care about that, but some other people <laughs> might. So, uh, yeah. So that, that's what we have got in store today. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um. All right. I can read the summary of the book.
1: Yeah, you give us. All right. So this is the back of the me.
0: book for Contra Alliance: Shadows of the Past. Amid spreading global unrest, a mysterious organization called the Revolution threatens international security. In response, NATO creates a secret strike force to track and destroy the rogue group. Since the mission is counter-revolutionary, the unit's codename is Contra. Exposing the revolution's concealed origins, Contra uncovers stunning truths about the universe that will plunge the world into great unknown dread. Troy McBride, the CIA's top special operations officer, reels from a controversial decommission as an improbable foe emerges, thrusting humanity into peril. Troy journeys from despair to reinstatement and discovers along the way that his astounding heritage is Earth's final hope. Deception shrouds reality as battles rage and the Contra Alliance trilogy commences.
1: So yeah, there was supposed to be a trilogy.
0: Yeah, so this is kind of the fun thing about this book is that... It, it says was, it was published
1: in 2010, I believe. Yeah,
0: 2010. Uh, or, 2000, yeah, 2010. It says trilogy right on it. Book one. Uh, very into talking about it being a trilogy all the time. Uh, there's even like an appendix at the back that talks about how the author has sketched out thousands of characters in this whole world and blah, blah. blah. Yeah, nothing else has happened. This is the only.
1: Book. They made he made a comic series out of it, like a digital comic series. It's yes, not like yes. a you can't get it in print anywhere, I believe.
0: Uh, so he did a digital comic series, but it was just the same things in this book. He just did this book again, but as a comic. So, Which
1: might be more fitting. Oh, I
0: agree. Honestly, for I what's agree. in
1: here, I think yeah, she should have started with the comics, probably.
0: Yeah. So I think that um, it make it definitely makes more sense for him to have gone to the comic medium because. You know, there so the book's cover and at the back there are there's some illustration sections. It's extremely as Chris pointed out, like nineties X Men. A little bit a little bit of a little bit of Liefeldy if 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 y'all don't know Not who so over
1: muscly and pouched yeah, up as some <laughs> Liefeld creations might be. And
0: wait, does this guy draw feet? Let me check. No, there's no feet. This okay, guy is so a Liefeld y- yes, disciple. This is, this
1: is a no Liefeld feet. disciple
0: no feet i
1: think in the back illustrations there's some feet. no
0: they're all hidden they're all <laughs> no. hidden okay this is a rob liefeld fucking oh I, my god i wonder if he actually
1: hidden. did it and like he just like never signed off on it i wonder probably not but oh, it's definitely wow. from that there's school no feet. of comic oh, book Chris, i can't
0: stop looking at the no feet oh no <laughs> how can
1: you look at something that's not there paris
0: in my mind. <laughs> but if, if, if y'all have never seen Rob Liefeld drawings, just take a look at him. He's a very notable comic artist, but boy, are his proportions just fucking wacky and, oh, yeah, some weird shit, like can't draw feet, you know, just weird things like that. Um, any, here. Anyway, so um, uh, Mr. Kalega here, the author, he... Uh, had a website for this. There was a Kickstarter. The website is dead. The Kickstarter he did in 2012. It wasn't even a
1: Kickstarter. It was like a not Kickstarter website that was like Kick Q or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like an off-brand <laughs> Not even like GoFundMe? Like you no, can't... it was
0: an off-brand. Everything is off-brand. Everything yeah, I mean, is this slightly... a very
1: dollar store.
0: Everything is slightly to the left. <laughs> like it's... And yeah, he did um, a Kickstarter in 2000... Or whatever, you know, an off... Op- kick you sort of thing in 2012 just a
1: website that sends kicks to you just like (laughs) until you're motivated enough to
0: yeah right so this came out in 2010 and then two years later he started collecting funds to make it into a comic series and he was able to raise like like five thousand something dollars or something and he ended it early and he was like oh this isn't a failure this is actually great that we raised this much early I'm gonna use this and we're gonna do the thing and then I actually didn't think the comic series ever existed, but I think it might have digitally because I found some old references to it on, like, DeviantArt and shit.
1: There's also a YouTube video that has, like, the backstory for everything that shows a bunch of comic book covers that were definitely commissioned... I don't know if there's anything inside there or what have you. I mean, I will say
0: he definitely hired like legit comic book artists though. So there's that at least, you know, um, they all looked
1: competent.
0: Yeah. They all looked, you know, like cool, cool guy, comic book stuff. Uh, but I mean, cool that those artists got work, but it is a little weird that this guy was touting this as a trilogy and was talking about how sketched out everything is and how expansive and great it is. It's going to be the next GI Joe. It's going to be the next X-Men, but then it just, fucking died and like nothing happened. i don't think
1: you can get the comic still because like the contra alliance website isn't a thing anymore no
0: that it doesn't exist i tried going to it sadly mm-hmm. yeah i know there was apparently when it did exist there were uh detailed character bios and like all this extra stuff on there uh so i don't know what happened to this project the author works or worked past tense in
1: probably still works in like he says like national security aerospace stuff um, is what the about the author's section in yeah, the back jacket mentions. In... I'm assuming he's still doing that, unless I don't know they found out he wrote this and they were like, "This is too lame, Tom. uh, You're fired." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. It says
0: he has a master's degree in uh, national security studies and he works in aerospace and defense. Yeah, so... like
1: it doesn't. He doesn't seem like a dumb man. It this and no, honestly, no. the I mean, writing in this book when funny. you're first reading it, it's not. Completely terrible off the cuff. Like if if you're just looking for some comic booky action, but in book form.
0: Like if you're, you'd be fine. All right, this. if you're in an airport and you got a hankering for some like J.K. Jane, you know, like not quite. <laughs> just Joe. kidding, like, Jane. Like I, you know, or like is... Tom
1: Clancy, but you don't want it to be that serious. Like yeah, serious.
0: And I mean, you don't have to think about anything. You know, the plot is just given to you. The writing, I wouldn't say the writing is bad. I wouldn't say it's great. It's very, it's readable serviceable serviceable certainly there's a couple
1: of editing mishaps
0: yeah but there weren't many it was actually did you
1: catch the line that got repeated repeated twice it was just randomly two like two characters talking to each other and
0: the dialogue was repeated it just said
1: they just said the same thing back and forth like some Abbott Costello moment or something
0: yeah I mean it was weird towards the end of the book there were maybe four or five editing issues but mostly it seemed like it was it was edited you know I mean it's very I mean the dialogue is certainly very action movie, you know, it's not... Um...
1: But once again, kind of the, the bargain bin DVDs in the back of the, yeah. <laughs> of the action Actually, this movie.
0: is like an asylum film, you know, sure. like a little yeah. to the right or left of, right. of a mainstream thing. Yeah,
1: that that fits. Yeah. That flavor works.
0: I could see the asylum doing this.
1: Maybe that's where he should have gotten his, like, real... Dude, that's where if he should have If they partnered up, they would have done... <sighs>
0: Tommy Friend. Tommy Friend. Get in touch with
1: the <laughs> collega proszę, please. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's start talking about what actually happens in this book. Um, we start by meeting our protagonist, Troy McBride, as a child watching Bruce Lee YouTube videos. <laughs> in two thousand
0: eight.
1: Yeah. So like early YouTube at like <laughs> one of the first YouTube users apparently was Troy. And his dad has some weird meetings outside with his buddies next to the campfire. And Troy goes out there because he left his Spider Man action figure out there. And his dad was like, clean that stuff up so my friends and I don't have to see Spider Man. But then yeah, he left Spider Man yeah. out there and he hears some weird stuff that he just doesn't ever think about again yeah. until way later. Because his, his dad's friends talk about some weird space stuff.
0: Yeah, and then it, you know, it cuts to present time. And, you know, of course, Troy is, uh,. You know, our, he's our hero, he's our, uh, what do you, what do you how do you, how, how would you say Protagonist? No, uh, it's like the hero's journey, but with guns and space, this whole thing. Yeah, he's yeah. the
1: chosen, he's special. The
0: chosen one, he's special,
1: he's super. But, you know, we get to that, we start, obviously he's down on his luck, he's working mm-hmm. at a diner as a dishwasher, because, because
0: he's punishing himself for getting decommissioned. Yeah, he
1: got uh pushed out of the contra squad and like the contra squad is like doing shit out there. Yep. There's a chapter later on where it has like their first little bit of action scenes but Troy is like I know Contra's out there fighting the revolution. I
0: should be doing this. I can't believe I fucked up this bed. And, uh, you know, it takes a while for the reveal to happen where you find out, like, what happened. And honestly, it was hilarious and underwhelming to me. Let's just
1: say it, right? Like, yeah. there's no reason. So,
0: so, for three quarters of the book, he's like, I can't believe this horrible thing happened. That was just so embarrassing and terrible. And you're like, God, what did he do? Like, did he, like, did he, like murder like, have...
1: someone accidentally? Yeah, I was like, like oh a... man, did
0: he, like, have, like, was there some, like, weird sex scandal? Like, what's going on? No, um he got kicked out of Contra because apparently they were training in France, yeah. Somewhere in Europe. And, you know those
1: Europeans? Yeah.
0: Training in France, and somebody who, like, worked at the base they were training at or something was like, oh, man, you got to see, like, the sunset at this location. He's like, yeah, man, nothing could top off a day better than seeing this sunset. And he got his Ducati sport bike, as they <laughs> love to point out. The important
1: thing is is that he goes off the base in the super under, like, in, top in secret suit. battle suit. yeah that no one's supposed to see but he just throws a trench coat over it yeah like like, he's like too late to get to the sunset if he changes out of the battle suit
0: like how long does it take to take off a battle suit can't take that long.
1: I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like super, it's like really tight on him or something and it's just all these clasps or something but he decides to fuck off out of the, ba- he like sneaks out somehow. Yeah, it's can't very miss, uncle- I can't
0: miss this sunset. I'm going to risk my whole career on this sunset. <laughs>
1: it's too beautiful. These too French sunsets. They- I'll
0: never see it again. The sun will never go down <laughs> again in France. It's my last chance.
1: So I'm just going to go out there in the battle suit on my Ducati motorcycle. And so I
0: fucking was like, I was like cracking up when I read this. I was like, this is so dumb. Anyway,
1: He's driving by a parking lot and oh, no, a pretty lady is being accosted by these three men
0: outside of a restaurant. So it's like it's not like an area that isn't populated. It's a fancy restaurant next to a garage that is currently open. And this woman is being harassed by, I don't know, three three or four dudes But nobody is helping her, and then they start getting handsy with her. Yeah, like, the
1: restaurant is full of people. Yes,
0: it's full of people, and the the garage is also open, but but he's like, He's the only one around. Gonna be good man, must defend lady, man, you know, and gets in there and starts fucking people up. And then he decides to use, like, a special top-secret weapon that's built into his suit, and it was like, Dude, you didn't have to do that.
1: Well, he was like outnumbered a little bit. And yeah, I guess the right. suit itself wasn't enough to protect him from three guys, which is like kind of a shitty battle suit if like three dudes with their fists or. Are... Did one of them have a knife for. No.
0: No, two of them had knives. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Well, even still, shouldn't the exoskeleton or whatever protect you from a basic slashing weapon? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I don't know the details. Not that of these fucking suits. great of
1: a battle suit. If, like, I
0: think they're more for temperature control just and stuff. Mr. Storing. Baguette with
1: a pocket knife is enough <laughs> to threaten. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and these, the, and turns out that the guys who were trying to attack this woman that he got into an altercation with were part of the French football team, like some famous French football team. And I guess when the media got wind of it, it they made it seem like Troy was the aggressor, and so they ended up just having to let him go because of the bad media blowback for the military.
1: Yeah, and by the way, he gets back into contralater with no issue. Nope. They're just like, oh, the revolution got heavy enough with what they're doing that we're just gonna let them back in. So yeah, it's time like,
0: tough man. We need all of like, our like, super but the
1: stars. revolution was already doing stuff because, all right. So the revolution is the evil people in here that they're they're the global conspiracy that every evil person in the world is involved in, uh,
0: literally e- down
1: everyone. To, to okay. So there's a listing like like. <laughs> The mafiosos, the drug dealers, the prostitutes. Like, why, you, why are you dragging why, the prostitutes here? What are in the sex here? workers do?
0: Yeah, leave the sex workers out of your fucking international what conspiracy. Could they,
1: what use could they possibly have to, like, an international global conspiracy of, like, aliens yeah, that are doing, yeah. like, genetic experiments? Are they, like, getting the cum out of people to, yeah, like...
0: I, I don't... I, yeah, I... We it's both, a weird lumping
1: in yes, there. Like, yes, really And it, it kind of, like, it's it's an indicator of the very black and white morality... That suffuses this book and even like Troy's encounter with the woman that's being accosted is another great example of just like everything is very clearly there are good guys and there are bad guys and there are people who are right and there are people who are wrong and the good guys are always doing good things.
0: Yeah, Then there's only one character in the entire book who ever wavers between good and evil, but he's still a bad guy, so he gets... And he
1: also doesn't matter in the end. No, no, no. Not no. one bit. He doesn't, like, turn on no. the bad guys or whatever. He's just, He just dies yeah, and there's thinks good, about, like, well, I could have been good, maybe.
0: Yeah, there's no mystery. There's nothing to figure out. Everything is just served to you. On a platter. I mean, there's a
1: little bit of, like, oh, what's happening in these underground labs? Because there's, like, two separate... There's one incident that happened forever ago that some of the Contra Squad was involved in where they discovered a secret underground lab in South America... Yes. ...that was full of weird genetic experiments.
0: Yeah, and they determined that this group, the Revolution, was participating in some pretty inhumane uh, human DNA splicing. They were trying to mix humans and other Animals. animals. Yeah, and so... They didn't, They never saw the um, the end result of that. But they were no. There was concerned. one
1: raption, right? Like they, raption. He yeah. He was he's a involved. Okay. So there's the characters have nicknames oh. here, much like a GI Joe squad. Yeah. And I feel like this might be an appropriate time to just bring just oh, let's go down the list okay. here. This is because like... some of them are important, some of them are not. But like you know, if you've watched GI Joe, it's Basically, the same idea. This like, is
0: like the fucking draft skip from *Bunkey <laughs> and Peel*. Like, yeah, that's what's about to happen right now. All right. So,
1: there's two squads. There's a third squad that's mentioned later in the book that never comes up, and I guess will never come up yeah, because I don't think the trilogy so. is never completed. So, hit me with the members of Blue Team Contra Alliance here, Paris. This is an international First company.
0: Blue Team <laughs>
1: reporting for duty.
0: Justice. Uh oh! Should I say their whole name?
1: No, it doesn't oh, okay. matter because they're like only. It doesn't matter. Yeah. they're barely referred to by their names. Uh,
0: okay, Justice Gideon Grace X Explosive. <laughs> <laughs> That's explosive with XX at the beginning. Yeah,
1: not the triple X like you would think. And like, no with E, no E or anything. It's just X Explosive. He didn't have enough codename name.
0: I guess it would be explosive.
1: Explosive.
0: Yeah. Uh. Nightscope sandstorm and rapid fire i feel like we're reading the fucking warrior cats books again Yeah, of course
1: sandstorm is from the middle east and And he (laughs)
0: serves everyone tea because middle eastern i guess Uh yeah there's some weird like kind of borderline race weirdness here you know just like token hispanic guy yeah you know it's not anyway
1: let's continue with gray company or gray squad or whatever
0: second company gray team cross hill (laughs) Diamond, Satellite, Raption, Breakdown, Warsaw, and Red.
1: Yeah, once again, like, even somehow less exciting than G.I. Joe names, Uh, which aren't necessarily that much better from what I remember. You know, in fact, I'm going to look up G.I. Joe Characters.
0: Yeah, I barely remember. The only one I
1: remember is Snake Eyes.
0: Snake Eyes. Yeah, I can't say I remember. He was a
1: ninja of some kind, and there was Cobra Commander, of course. Right, right. Um, Destro, Baroness, Zartan, Scarlet Lady J, Storm Shadow. I mean, yeah, they all sound the same shit. Cover Girl. Roadblock, Duke. Okay, you know what? Honestly, this is the same. This is pretty much the same. I'm going to actually give Tom Colega a a little bit of a, a, a point here for. Kind of aping GI Joe. Quick kick is okay. All right. right. You know, maybe he's actually better. You know what, Tom? I'm going to give it to you. These are better code names. Yeah, this is fine. Dr. Mindbender is another GI Joe character. Um, Major Blood B L U D D.
0: Ugh. Gross.
1: Okay. All All right. right. So beachhead. All right. (laughs)
0: Jesus. All right, Tom. You
1: did a better job. I'll give it to you. You you went above the dollar store. (laughs) Yeah. This
0: is fine. Yeah. This is like the this is like the Macy's. I
1: retract that. I'm sorry, Tom. Uh. So anyway, there's two squads. They're off doing different missions. Blue and
0: gray team. Yeah, but they're obviously they're fighting the revolution. Um, this is also this also takes place slightly in the future. So it takes place in 2035. So we're still uh what. 20 years out from this or something or 15 years 15
1: years out yeah. just about just
0: about um and so they're like oh the revolution how are they you know the, the big secret is how is the revolution coordinating things on all these continents because they were
1: there is they have control of so many things yeah. because of all their connections they're building enormous underground layers they have thousands of soldiers under their employ, but none of them have said anything to anyone ever. Oh, oh,
0: also, they all have uniforms. Like, maybe just track down the uniform <laughs> manufacturer, like, yeah, like, like what? Yeah, like what company is making these uniforms? It must
1: be an in-house, right? They just like got some fa- like fashion designer to like design and fabricate all these uniforms for everyone. Yeah, you it, know, it we. Just, thought- it makes a big point that oh, the way the revolution keeps everyone quiet is just by bribing them. Is just they have enough money. That they can just keep everyone quiet. All yeah, the time.
0: you know, like we thought Versace was dead, but no, just kidnapped <laughs> kidnapped and forced to make the most beautiful uniforms for the evil empire. Uh but yeah, so their uniforms, I mean, but no one but they're it's not as though they're the Nazis who are very open and out front about you know their organization This is this is a There are secret shadow. bases
1: dotted around the world yeah. That are staffed by revolution And these bases like come up out of the ground A lot of the time
0: Yeah which they just discovered
1: Yeah that's like a later scene in the book Where the, the, a, a base just rises up from the earth Which again very comic booky, Very yeah. G.I. Joe-ish Mm-hmm it's fine, I yeah. guess, if that's what we're doing yeah. here. Like, I'm not gonna like cry about that necessarily. No, I've, no. I've watched dumber animes before. Well,
0: yeah, I'm sure you have. Um, but anyway, you know, the big question is how is this? How is this working? How is it working? And no one knows about it, right? Um, and they they've launched several terrorist attacks. Although at the beginning of the book, it goes into detail about how this organization is not a terror organization. But some people refer to it as the next Al Qaeda, but it's not a terrorist organization. So I'm like, like pick, how is it? How one? is it not?
1: Yeah. It also, this is kind of a sidebar, but there's a confusing scene in the beginning where uh, Blue Team, I believe, is out in the field in Taiwan. Because they're Taiwanese rebels known as the resistance. Which
0: got really confusing. So you have like yeah. the good guys in the resistance and the bad guys in the revolution. And it's it sounds like the, same it's, it's,
1: and right. like the revolution is supporting the Chinese mainlanders who like the U.S. government or NATO suspect as having a, a hand in helping the revolution because they just have so many resources that they're, they must have state backing from somewhere. And fine. Okay, listen. Having just two things with an R at the beginning of the name maybe shouldn't be too confusing. It's only two of them, right? But like when they're just so back to back all the time,
0: yeah. And also they just they they're synonyms. Like the resistance and the revolution. Like like choose words. <laughs> How many that more are R different? things can we
1: get? Like the Rambo's that are coming uh, yeah, into. Like,
0: why couldn't it just have been. I don't know, the the revolution and the fucking Or just Taiwanese
1: separatists. Yeah, or like right. maybe they have some kind of like Taiwanese cultural thing that they call themselves and
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was You just strange. could have called them something
1: else. That's right. all yeah, there's a very agreed. minor quibble here, honestly, but Um So that like that's like the opening scene is like blue team is involved in some kind of field thing with the Taiwanese mm-hmm. rebel resistance members yeah. while the Chinese mainlanders overtake them. And they just fuck off after a while. They're like, oh, well, uh, we're losing this, so see you guys later. And they get off. They they fly away yeah, they in their shadow out, hawks. It turn, and like, yeah, it
0: turns out they can just call in air support whenever, but I guess fuck the Taiwanese. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> they okay. just go and they're like, see you guys later. And the leader of Blue Company, Justice, has a moment with the leader of the Taiwanese uh, resistance. With,
0: with Chung, who I... Okay, I thought Justice and Chung like, had a thing, because the way it was described... It was really sad and he was Justice was all broken up about having to leave them and Chang and him have like this they have this moment and he gives them a necklace and I'm like, Oh, there's gonna be this like adorable gay couple in this. But I read I read it wrong. No,
1: indeed, because Justice is in love with someone else that's a lady on the squad. Yeah,
0: he's in love with Red, who's on the other squad. Yeah,
1: and he's very worried about her. And then they just leave the Taiwanese to their deaths, pretty much.
0: (laughs) Yep. I mean, you gotta make some hard calls, dude. I think they
1: got some of them up on their, like, helicopters. Yeah, but, it was but I too, guess they only had two.
0: Yeah, and it was too close. Like, they were taking really heavy They fire, were
1: surrounded so. and they had to leave. And so they were yeah. like, I'm sorry about that. I'll take this necklace and, like, cry about it a little bit yep. later. Yep,
0: and so But he doesn't uh, really
1: cry because men, men don't cry. No, <laughs> there's
0: no crying. Only the women cry. Literally only women cry in this book. So um, why
1: don't we take a moment to discuss the differences and how oh, genders are presented? So,
0: all right, so... Whenever women are talked almost every time a woman is brought up in the book, there's, like, a whole side monograph describing her and how wonderful she is, and it's pretty oh, funny. You're
1: not even wonderful, just, like, how beautiful or sexy or attractive they are, because even the villain lady is, like, purposefully slutty. She's always, like, winking at people and, like, sticking her tongue out at them or some no, shit. No, no,
0: she's not sticking her tongue out. She's up, but... wearing
1: midriff-bearing things to, no, like... No, no,
0: no, no, a skin-tight black bodysuit, cat suit.
1: But in the drawing, it's bearing a midriff, so I'm just going to oh, assume right. that's, that's, like, well, that's yeah. what's happening there.
0: Yeah, Um. but yeah, every time a woman enters the frame, it's like, oh, we got
1: Her hair is so flowing, she has a beautiful battle suit on and... Oh, it's so attractive to as to be distracting. Like
0: you know that that um on Instagram when you create a story and there's that filter where it like goes it like zooms it's like da 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 like yeah. zooms in <laughs> like that's what happens every time a woman is brought up in this book. It's like all right, we're in this battle, but then Grace appears. <laughs> and, and then it talks about her for like a whole page and then you're like oh Jesus christ what was even happening what, meanwhile what every
1: time a dude walks in and just talks about his gear and his guns as, yeah, as like that's right. the, the
0: <laughs> yeah we only got a hair color and length on the main character troy McBride.
1: everyone else is just it's the, it's their gear and their yep. out their outfits and their tech and whatnot very monster hunter international in a way dude
0: this book was very monster hunter international yeah it was very and also very Aeon legion yeah it's
1: like if you mm-hmm. mash those two up a little bit, except Monster Hunter International tended to jerk off about specific guns and customization, whereas this one jerks off about, like, military squad tactics and, and, um acronyms about what particular special forces these people were pulled from before. There's a whole, like, acronym glossary in the back. Oh, oh, good. Give us...
0: ADS, Active Denial System. (laughs) AFTAC, Air Force Technical (laughs) (laughs) Applications Center. ATGM, Anti-Tank Guided Missile. AWM, Arctic Warfare Magnum. C4ISR, Command Control, Communications, Computers, Intelligence, Surveillance, Reconnaissance.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, it's a lot of this. It's a a lot of, like, acronyms and then being spelled out to sound tactical all the time. Yeah,
0: um... I mean, you know, I like. I mean, Tom Clancy
1: does the same shit, right? And he's a yeah. best-selling author.
0: No, it's fine. Like, I, I get that. You know, you're, you're trying to create a flavor here, and that flavor is distinctly olive drab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I understand. Everything is
1: camo all the time.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, actually, my favorite. I can, I can read part of the the weird like lady monograph thing from the beginning with
1: Grace. Oh, do, do you have a specific segment laid out for us here? Uh,
0: no, but I'm sure I can find it. Grace um, is the
1: first woman that we see, and she's, like... Uh, so there's three women on this squad. There's Grace, who's, um... Just a basic blonde lady, honestly. There's Diamond, who is, like, sniper extraordinaire, and, like, a little bit cold. And then you have Red, who's just, like, just the science lady that's in over her head, and she just wants a family. She didn't uh- want... <laughs> None of this oh, yeah. gun stuff, but for some reason they put her out in the field because I guess they know they're gonna find a lab sometimes, so they stick Red out there even though she like has panic attacks in the middle of battle. So I'd...
0: seems like a liability to me.
1: When you have one character that's like entirely drone based, like his whole thing is that he has a lot of drones, why not just like have a couple dedicated drones for Red when she's and she can like hang out back at the base and observe from there. Right. Yeah. Like why right. Is it, why yeah. does she have to be out there? Yeah.
0: Like she could just observe via drone, and then they could bring her back samples for her to analyze. Like I don't see why she needs to be in combat, especially since it specifically says she was never combat trained. So,
1: I mean, they get a little bit of combat training before they're deployed, because again, we have the black team that's only oh, mentioned yeah. at the very end. Who is? Oh, by the way, we didn't give their nicknames, but it's not fucking important. It's just more GI yeah, Joe shit. <laughs> One of them's called Double Glock, though, which oh, is pretty
0: <laughs> goddamn. Oh, this is, this is like one of the, this is my prime example of like, oh boy, uh, here's Grace. Um, the brilliant Italian intelligence officer huddled quietly next to him. She appeared to be praying. Everyone knew faith was at the core of her being before joining Contra. Grace worked far behind lines of fire within Italy's external information and security agency. She had never experienced a pitched battle yet. She didn't hesitate to accept her position as Italy's leading Contra officer, Her appointment irked many in the Italian chain of command who questioned her credentials. Most were surprised the holy princess, as they called her, ever accepted. They said she was too pretty and soft. Grace was proving them wrong. In the midst of the chaos surrounding her team, she appeared beatifically calm. Grace marveled at the colors darkening the sky and prayed. Sunsets moved her. And behind the slope, the setting sun's tranquility inspired her. Even in the midst of war, her creative passion persisted. At a very early age, she had been nationally recognized in Italian literary circles as an extraordinary talent with adult-like insight and wisdom. At 14, in an interview with Italy's primary online news source, oh, I'm going to butcher this, uh Corriere della Sera, uh, Grace had been asked to describe her gift. She rejoiced at the question, saying, God provides inspiration to any man or woman, so I am only as talented as he decides. Et cetera, et cetera.
1: Um And again, so like these women are presented as totally competent at what right, they do yeah, they're not like you know true. damsels in distress or anything no, they're no. they're pretty except, except for Kate, red they're pretty yeah. much just as deadly as the rest of the the team there or anything but the men just don't get this treatment essentially yeah they don't get- maybe satellite gets a little bit of like he's the tech guy or whatever but all the other dudes are just good gun men good yeah. good shooty
0: shooty men who like fast car
1: and, yeah, <laughs> and and they're like you know they have different flavors of nationality because it's an international squad
0: yeah, but are well, I all... guess props
1: for for diversity, but it is pretty Murica flavored. But they're is. all
0: they're all pretty interchangeable. Um and also so so uh this character Grace, yeah, she's very religious. Uh yeah. So turns out at the end though that the thing she thinks is uh inspired by God is actually because she's a fucking alien, so yeah. I wonder how that goes later. Uh, I,
1: well, you you will never find out unless no. we personally find Tom and ask him like what way, what was the deal here? Yeah,
0: because there's an under so like Chris said, it's pretty America, but honestly, I was I was actually pretty happy with how toned back it was. Like it wasn't. Yeah, um,
1: it, it's not like America is the only one that is good.
0: Yeah, no, and it, and it was. I honestly—it's definitely
1: America and Eurocentric. Yeah, you get but, a little bit of South America and like China here and, and there, and the Middle East. Sure, but
0: uh, I do think I was surprised. Cause I thought this was going to be way more like eagles jerking off on flags. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I just like the sense like <laughs> uh, 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 that's that's
1: my impression of an eagle having an orgasm. <laughs> oh God! Do they have orgasms? Hi, hey, Chris. Well, well, Let's well, go to Google. What? Do eagles come? Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Oh, Chris Google, ruins his Google search is, history Google's going to come
1: back and be like, why, what? Why are you asking this? Go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, they have a filter on that's like whenever you type uh, in anything.
1: 42evolution.org. <laughs> do birds have orgasms? Yes.
0: I Most most things do, right?
1: I, I don't. Yes, of course. It's <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> why is this show still on the air? Why do we do this?
1: oh god uh, or, or, anyway. well there's like a story here no, start. i'm no. not gonna read about nope. bird
0: coming no, oh, <laughs> that's god. all
1: right guys
0: <laughs> gonna have to revise sorry those. about that uh to revise, <laughs> revise those content when the
1: morning. eagle comes
0: <laughs> oh no <laughs> wait what isn't there an iced earth song that's, yeah, yeah earth. that's it yeah oh i was just thinking because demons and wizards is happening on wednesday anyway <laughs> um
1: Anyway, um, so it doesn't have a lot of like jerking off about America specifically. No,
0: I'm actually I was impressed by I actually thought that his predictions about what the world would be like in 2035 were like not bad. Reasonable. You know? He's a national security Yeah, he dude, has a master's so, degree. It's like yeah. he's
1: not Okay, like he he I would take his opinions on this seriously. Honestly, like he, he's he's an NSA analyst of some kind probably or so yeah, I, you probably. Know, it's not specific about his role or what have you but, like, it, it, you know, he's, it's mostly focused on Contra being an, a NATO group and having representatives from all around the world because the revolution's a global threat. So, like, good on you, Tom, for, like, putting it in that form. You know, the world yeah, working was, together. Yeah, to- he was
0: talking about how the U.S. was at, had actually lost a lot of power and, like, China was the main power now and, and Russia and stuff. And, um, yeah, I thought that it – yeah, I honestly – I guess I was just really pleased that it was not – super conservative. There's a little bit of an undercurrent of God, Christianity stuff. But then again, like I said, things that people think are God turn out to be aliens. So maybe it's not as heavy handed with Christianity as I
1: thought. Yeah. You, you, you know, the the stuff that I don't like in this book is just how, Look, if I read this book when I was like 13, 14 years old, I probably would have loved the shit out of it because it's got all those cool young boy power fantasy tropes in here.
0: Oh, let me tell you about. So last night. All right. So at my house,
1: (laughs) (laughs) there was a 14 year old boy.
0: No. Oh, God. What is wrong with you today? I don't know. I'm trying (laughs) No. So at my house, we do uh, we do nights in the yard where we watch movies outside. Like we literally drag a TV outside into the yard. And it's it's great. Um and last night I wanted I got everyone to agree to watch Dread, which is excellent. It's kind of like a redo of Judge Dread, but it's a different story and everything. Uh it was I think it came out in two thousand twelve. It stars Lena Headey, uh who, you know, plays Cersei on Game of Thrones, um, and a few other few other good actors. But um the movie's great. And like watching that movie, I was like I want to fucking shoot something like,
1: like <laughs> yeah like you know like those movies we're both like, pretty liberal to, in the oh sense yeah we're of, like, liberal. we have gun controller pages and everything yeah. but I'll shoot a gun like well, I'll... but
0: but like I'm saying like you're talking about power fantasy like yeah. you consume media like that and it does get your fucking adrenaline yeah. like pumping a little bit and you're like oh, I'd be so fucking sick to be like a drug kingpin yeah. like, you <laughs> yeah.
1: know, for... like obviously we yeah. I would be terrible no, at any... right, right. I would be the right. worst shooter like you do not want to hand me a gun probably um, just based on eyesight alone but
0: but yeah you know it's like you you consume that media and like it's fun to engage in that fantasy and i and i get it um yeah so that's i think that's what that, this
1: is essentially yeah but
0: it's not like but it's so surface level and you don't even have to think listen about it. at the
1: end of the book the main character gets a cool katana that he draws oh, like listen that guy, killed, like that the, me. the absolute like top level cliche of like he's a gun super gun guy but he also can do sword good
0: yeah, when the canta- Cantana came out, I was like, I'm done. You
1: say Cantana? Yeah, I, mean, I Cantana.
0: Can- what am I supposed to be saying? Cantana? Yeah. Oh, I added it in. You just
1: have a very positive cantana. sort of... <laughs>
0: cantana. Um, oh, right. So there were, there were a few moments when it got a little too Merga for me. And my favorite one was when the main character, Troy, says, when rock concerts were everything. Back in the glory days, Bruce Springsteen sang about...
1: I fucking lost my shit when I heard that line. <laughs> yeah, so like this touches of like, you know, boy is America really great here and there, but yeah. it's not as overbearing as even MHI was, I think.
0: Yeah, I feel like MHI was more so... Um, yeah, and and while this this is just a little more kind of vanilla in all respects
1: it's yeah it's yeah. like again I, I, I think he should have started this as a comic book yeah
0: i think so too it
1: would have been something as like i don't know like if image picked this up or something i can extremely see this as like an image series
0: i don't know what an image they, they is. like
1: uh, they're a different uh like marvel dc there's image ah, okay. dark horse is another i know
0: one. i know dark horse i know somebody used to work for them but. yeah
1: so like that's I feel like this would have fit very well in a late 90s early 2000s image series. Well, it would yeah, have because, been fucking perfect. Because
0: something like this is about the artistry. It's about the comic artistry. It's not about the
1: Yeah, cuz we're always talking about like cool gear and guns and everyone looks cool and has, has cool, cool, out- outfits. Yeah, cool outfits and, like it's it's like about army fashion almost. Yeah. It's like if if this should have been just like a fashion show for like he should have designed all the battle suits and like Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, the battle suits are cool. You know, they're kind of like still suits, but with extra stuff. I mean, any, a lot of sci-fi things have shit like that. You know.
1: Yeah. There's like I, they, I forget exactly what there's like oxygen things and like life temperature sci- control, temperature control, and, yeah, right? Biometrics. Yeah. Ammo capacity right. indicators, the overhead HUD kind of things. Shit that we probably have now, honestly. Like yeah, here I mean, and there.
0: Um, so yeah, we've gotten a little off track, but I mean, honestly, there's not much to the story. So, so yeah, they're but- going on missions. They're trying to figure out stuff about the revolution. Uh, they discover that
1: they re- find another lab yep. in South America. Cause I guess there was another one. They were like, well, there was one there before. There's probably another one in the same forest or some or like a different forest, but not. Right? I forget. Yeah, I they're forget. in a jungle. They find like weird grass. Oh, they find steroid they grass. Find... That's... <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> right? let's talk about the grass. OK, so they have a drone do scouting. They have a drone scouting. And
1: this is gray team.
0: Sure. I don't even remember which it's one gray is team. where. Um, so they're scouting and someone's like, oh, just under the tree cover, you can see there's like a clearing. And it's like all one type of grass. It's like orange. So they're like, what the fuck? What do they do? They fucking—they're like, oh, what about this grass? They just rub their faces in it, (laughs) fucking stepping on it, putting it up in their in their eyes. Like, guys, this is some fucking weird ass thing. Why would you like? You're breaking the first rule.
1: One of the one of the guys on the team Warsaw, who's you know just the Polish guy on the team, is just like, it's food, you idiots. It's obviously food.
0: And I don't really understand how he comes to that conclusion.
1: Uh, it, It's pretty reasonable from what I remember. It's like they have to grow a lot of it. And we remember that they had like crazy demon lab things. So obviously they need a food source.
0: But this doesn't... I don't I don't feel like all that falls
1: together that easily. D- don't they analyze this? Doesn't Satellite have no. like a... Okay, no. so they just figure it out? Or yeah,
0: he, he's like chewing on a piece. The, oh. and, or or <laughs> yeah, I think they That's right. No, they do analyze it and find out that it's full of steroids. But... I guess he was just like, oh, I guess it must be for something to eat to get all roided out. But I was like, I don't know if that's the first... It it was a very weird scene. It,
1: it, it's that kind of writing where, like, oh, you already know the solution, so you just have a character say it, and he right. was right. Like, there's not an organic way that he comes to it. Just like, oh, well, I'll just pick him to say the right thing. Yeah. Which is a little underwhelming. Like.
0: Yeah right, and so then then after that they find could have had a whole
1: grass mystery. You could have had a whole yeah. scene where like Red's taking it back to the lab and you know, right. she and finds out, oh it's steroids. Oh you guys gotta get out of there because it's like I.
0: right yeah it would have been much more compelling if if it was something like that. Instead they figure it out and then they're like oh look there's werewolves right there yeah and <laughs> just werewolves what? just come
1: charging out of the fucking
0: <laughs> no they were just grazing I yeah. guess the no next they were lot? in
1: the trees first yeah. and they come out of the trees Chilling. to attack Gray Company. And like Warsaw and Breakdown are immediately fucked up. Warsaw is just like out of commission. Like he was just there to go, it's food. Uh! And, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, and like, I don't yeah, need him anymore.
0: He's recovering in the hospital in Poland. He, he just
1: drew the short straw in, in, in Tom Kalega's like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tom Kolega is Polish, so maybe this is some, some family. I don't number. think Kalega
1: is a real Polish last name. I mean.
0: Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, oh, you think it's just a pseudonym? He,
1: Maybe, Tom Friend, yeah. Maybe, Tom
0: Friend doesn't sound real.
1: Maybe it mm. could be. It could be a Polish name, but I doubt it because most Polish names don't sound like that.
0: Well, you said it's a Polish word, though.
1: Yeah, but just because of the Polish, maybe it's just. I don't know.
0: Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, sorry, I think too much about things. Sometimes. Most Polish
1: names end in ski or iwitz.
0: That's true. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, you know, the w- werewolves attack them, and the werewolves were were were. were- f- 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 My mouth is broken. Uh, The werewolves, of course, are the result of these genetic experiments that they've been doing in these demon labs, as they've been named. So they're just horrifying, genetically engineered, roided-out werewolf monsters. uh, And they get attacked. It's really brutal. Um, Then they have, like, another mission in Russia... Uh, there's like other shit going on. Basically, you find out the,
1: the Russian revolution- mafia made a deal with the revolution to give them some nukes. E-
0: no, some EMPs.
1: EMPs, which basically are nukes. Honestly, like that's the I I maybe I'm wrong here. No, like,
0: EMPs just destroy. So I know it's nukes 2000- can
1: cause EMPs.
0: Yeah, this is this is a a nuclear alternative. So it's EMPs, and they want them because it's 2035 and everything is electronic. There's no more. There's really no more like. Uh, analog systems i guess which you know sure i Uh, know
1: there's still like even our like nuclear tech now is like air gaps and like floppy disks yeah but that's technically that's the most secure so like whatever like fine no
0: it is um yeah a lot of a lot of uh nuclear stuff runs on fucking old ass shit yeah floppy disks literally so uh but anyway they were talking about how like you know 15 years from now you know, everything's electronic and they would. If they would EMP
1: everything. That's how you can set off the, the revolution over here. And can we just take a second to like really discuss how just literal comic book villains the villains are? Yeah. There's three of them, and their names are Ripster, Prowess is the lady, and Lixie. Yeah. L I K Z I. Yeah,
0: the names were really unconvincing and more funny than anything else.
1: And they're aliens too. They're from like the good planet, but they got turned by the secret evil aliens that attacked the good planet before. They're the Nez Death, which just sounds like you heard Nazgul and wanted to make yep. it meaner, but you just oh, death is evil sounding, so <sighs> there you go.
0: Yeah, the Nez Death are the evil aliens, they look like giant Satan demons. Yeah,
1: they're big dudes that are cloaked all the time. That they have one or two of them following these three like turned people around, and like I, th- I forgot how they didn't they just like drink evil juice or whatever. Yeah,
0: evil juice. is They literally demons. just
1: drank evil juice and they turned evil, uh, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> like,
0: and then, and then they and then in the book. They set the evil juice off as a mist in Jerusalem, and yeah, it causes and that, people that's to like flip the, out. Yeah, that's, like, the
1: the setting off of the revolutions thing is because, you know, the Jerusalem thing being, like, another Christian thing where, like, oh, we're setting off the apocalypse. Yeah. It's as foretold in yeah. the thing. The Dome of the Rock. It's but, like, hard. the yeah. three villains are just, like, comically evil for the sake of being evil. The lady is always, like, a little bit slutty in an evil way, yeah. and, like, the, the main guy, Ripster, like, just... Kills even the mafia guys just because they're no longer of use to him. Like, yeah. But you could keep those guys around just because they're not used to you now doesn't mean they can't come in handy later. They gave you EMPs, right? Yeah, like,
0: right. I know. It's it's all very...
1: They just do evil for the sake of being yeah. evil because they drank the evil juice.
0: Yeah, it's not a very compelling story. Have a nice talk-
1: what does evil juice taste like, Paris? Oh, well,
0: it's purple. <laughs> I wonder if it's
1: grape. Grape? it's grape flavored
0: grape drink grape drink is evil juice
1: (laughs) so i guess don't drink the kool-aid oh my
0: god no it's grape for loco i know this (laughs) i know this because i was in uh i was in brooklyn on friday for a show and um a bunch of us stayed in an airbnb we just went up to see a pagan altar in couch at st vitus and uh Uh, Our friend Allison got a grape for a loco, and she was fucking drinking it, and I was, like, about to pass out. And then she
1: murdered everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we woke up, and everyone was dead. You
1: were on the pagan altar that Uh, night.
0: Oh, no, like, the rest of us are sitting around, like, pretty sleepy, you know, having had our, like, corner store falafel that you get in New York. And, Hell
1: yeah. Oh, fuck, it's yeah, so fucking yeah, fucking bodega good. falafel. Oh, bodega
0: falafel is my fucking That's favorite. That's the one. I've
1: been to New York a handful of times, and I gotta say, like, the corner store food game is God, so much better point. than Boston's.
0: The chip selection. Yeah, oh, I gotta say, God. just, like,
1: you go, like, your only options in Boston for, like, corner store food is, like, CVS or Seven <laughs> Eleven sandwiches. It's not and, good. It's not and good. I've had plenty of, of my share of CVS turkey subs and whatever, Bl- and, like, they're fine, uh. but, like, it's just unparalleled to bodega food, oh,
0: dude. No, the the deli right across from St. Vitus uh, in in Brooklyn. No, I'm telling. I'm telling you, like, always nope.
1: evolves into food chat. <laughs> yeah,
0: food and heavy metal chat. Even though it has nothing to do with this, but uh, the bodega right across from there, I think it's called. God... It looks like it says Godless Deli. I think there's something wrong with the sign, so it's perfect. Awesome. But that place, so you, d- so they do have falafel, but you wouldn't know it. It's not listed on the menu. There's like a little small picture that says falafel sandwich and just ask for falafel They will make it for you and it's amazing
1: oh, with a side of evil juice
0: oh yeah I gotta get my evil evil f- grape four loco <laughs>
1: Mountain Dew and evil juice give me the evil juice,
0: juice. <laughs> 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 alright anyway uh, okay, well, yeah, while we're on the subject of the evil book club for your falafel yeah. recommendations if, while we're on the
1: subject of the evil people I need to tell everyone that's listening the planet that the Nez death are from
0: oh why so
1: Paris, you oh. could not have forgotten this because it was what? the most hilarious detail in the whole backstory oh, wait, of this. I don't... So, the, the good people are from the planet Nereal yeah. and there's other planets. The evil Nesdeth come from the planet oh. Horse. <laughs> no joke. No joke. It's spelled H-W-H-O-R-V-Z, and I was like, oh, maybe it's just, like, kind of pronounced it, but when we went to the YouTube video that described the backstory, the voiceover is like, from the planet Whores, and I'm like, (laughs) just, what is your thing against sex workers?
0: Yeah, Tom Gallego, what do you have against sex workers? Like, what,
1: like, just leave, they're providing the most ancient of services,
0: (laughs) I just can't believe it. But it apparently
1: spans the galaxy. Yeah,
0: but beyond that, why would you name something in your book that you know is like a, a related word in the predominant tongue that you're writing in that like would make people laugh? And like if people are trying to take your book seriously, that's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, this is if- Captain Dick and Balls. Like, okay, <laughs> you know that that's not going to go over well. Like, planet whore is also a bad choice.
1: I'm Planet Dick and Balls from the Captain Horus. <laughs> I said Planet Dick and Balls from the Captain you, Horse, right? Yes, That's why I'm done. Planet Dick and Balls is a very differently shaped planet. It's actually two planets and then, like, one big meteor, like, comet or something.
0: <laughs> oh, this episode has gotten real stupid. Oh. Uh, right,
1: but oh. I just had to, like, that's really all there is to the evil people. Lixy is the one that, like... Kinda has memories of, like, I used to be in the Star Force of Nereal before I drank the evil juice. Yeah. What I could have been good if I didn't drink the evil juice. But then he he doesn't, like, turn on. No. That he just, like, dies after Troy. By the way, whose nickname is Battlestar.
0: Oh, oh, God. <laughs> so, which I couldn't take seriously. So many of the nicknames, I'm like, this is so stupid. I just don't like them. And, yeah, so,
1: like, he Troy takes them out. Yeah. And he like he's just dying, he's like, oh. Sucks that I was evil. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's literally how it goes. So like no
1: nuance there, even though they were like teasing some nuance. Yeah.
0: And then um, you know, Troy has this by the way, the whole time so I there were two approaches I had to try to get through this book. Um so Troy McBride. Just made me think Troy McClure, and I was like, Troy McBride, you remember, may remember me from such battles as the Taiwanese Rebellion. <laughs> yeah.
1: You might remember some f- such undercover elite squadrons as Nightwatch and the CIA. And- Yo,
0: real talk, Daywatch and Nightwatch, excellent movies unrelated to this, but watch them. They are great. Uh, <laughs> Just give actually, some I recommendations think I think here. it's Nightwatch and then Daywatch.
1: And watch Dread, Nightwatch, Nightwatch get some Brooklyn falafel yeah. from Godless <laughs> Deli. Yeah,
0: it's fucking... Uh, listen a
1: pagan altar
0: no nah, maybe not I mean <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> all right well no no I mean I mean listen but I'm saying most people probably wouldn't be to it uh anyway um shit fuck what the hell was I just saying we were um, just
1: talking about the mission uh, they were on to like get the the oh, EMPs Troy.
0: oh yeah my my tactics were trying to get through this book so Troy McBride made me think of Troy McClure first but then I was like Oh, he's got long blonde hair. Let me try to think of him as Drew. And maybe that will make Drew sense. Scanlon <laughs> Drew Scanlon of Giant Scanlon. Bomb
1: and Cloth Map fame. You also, may, you may from know him for, yeah. as the blinking white blinking white guy meme. <laughs> yeah. Or the first guy to meme as a recent resurgence.
0: Yes. Uh, I was like. We let knew me just, Drew
1: before he got popular. We're, we don't know. Drew. I met him in person once. And I said. That there he, is a
0: picture of him holding a sign that says I heart Paris. And it was for me <laughs> that a friend set up. And I felt. I still feel pretty gross about it. I didn't know Virgil was going to do that.
1: She she just asked him to hold up a sign uh, to saying something about a, a European city. He was sort of fooled, I believe. He but... was fooled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah someday I'm going to be like, "Sorry."
1: No, I actually, I actually think she said like this is for a friend of mine. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. yeah I forgot about that. That's hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> embarrassing embarrassing stories
1: i was embarrassed when i walked up to he was he was wrapping up after a giant bomb panel yeah and he was just like trying to pack his gear and i was like hey drew i really like metal gear scanlon he was like thanks at least someone likes that because i'm suffering
0: <laughs> i love metal gear Scanlon. that was like my favorite thing to... anyway sorry this doesn't need to be a drew yeah. scanlon also but...
1: watch giant bomb
0: yeah also, but i was just like
1: so that's that was your method for going like, through this book. but
0: that didn't work because i was like this book is so stupid like I guess I could. I was trying to think of it as Metal Gear Scanlan. I was like, "Yeah, let's just do this," but it didn't work. Okay, so
1: like, what you know a little bit about Metal Gear lore, right? A like little bit, just like yeah. a touch of it. What seems stupider to you, because Metal Gear lore is also kind of dumb,
0: but it's intentionally stupid.
1: But it's also very deep and prescient because the end of Metal Gear Solid yeah. Two to me is like a Nostradamus moment.
0: Well, well <laughs> I also think that. The it's designed to be ridiculous. Yes, it's very self-aware. This book is
1: no. Yeah, this aware. one is very surface level. Loves itself for being all tactical and army guy shooty gun in two D kind of thing. Anyway, anyway, back to the plot here. The Battlestar gets he, he's put back into the squad that and he goes after the the EMP that is being traded off. I forget how they realize that this exchange is happening.
0: Ah, uh, they have intel from one of the Russians. So
1: sure, and like that, this is the scene where Troy pulls out his katana, uh. and he's super anime, uh, uh, hyper powered because he's got the the left eye glint from oh, being an yeah, alien. Yeah, we didn't we
0: didn't talk about this, but um, aliens so have special
1: left eye powers.
0: Well, Troy is a is of the Narial race. He's from Narial.
1: Um, his dad's an alien that came from another planet because right. the they were like. The Nerials found out that there were Earthlings, and they went to, like, embed themselves in secret ever since, like, the 1800s. But
0: just to observe, and only lately, within the last 60 or so years, have they really been getting involved, because because humans have been fucking up, and the Nerials were like... Also,
1: the revolution has been appearing, which is, like, clearly of the Nez death I think.
0: Right, which are their mortal enemies. But, of course, these aliens are just humans. They just look like humans, like... Yeah, I mean, so he, I, so I no, gotta,
1: yeah, yeah, like against creativity points. But like, fucking Star Trek did the same thing too. Oh, no,
0: I know. But so everyone's anyway, so, got
1: four limbs and so ears Tro- and a mouth. Yeah,
0: and, right. So Troy is a special chosen one. He's actually, uh, an alien, but he doesn't know. And they have special blinking. They have special shining left eyes whenever uh, they feel intense emotion or, or
1: like an adrenaline rush. Yeah, happens. Yeah, and like, they and
0: they get they. Some of them have um clairvoyance and some of them and Troy is like he doesn't even have to work out he just maintains his figure he's really yeah, powerful cool. like <laughs> cool um and turns out Grace is also one of these by the end of the book and like his dad and there's there's um a small cadre of these aliens called emissaries who are kind of in charge of monitoring earth and keeping it on track and communicating with the home planet Um, There's a
1: fun little scene where, like, the President of the United States, like, drags these three people in because they were spied on by the NSA, overhearing them have a conversation about, like, intergalactic shit, and the President is like, guys, fucking tell me what's up here. (laughs) Like, you you clearly, like, what is going on? And all three of them, like, we can't say anything. And like, at that point, yeah, like like reasonably too. like I was for a second, I thought the president was just like, all right, well, I guess I trust you because you're my favorite guys. But he's like, no, you're fucking fired. Idiots. Yeah,
0: that was that was actually pretty good. President Hawthorne, President Hawthorne for life. Uh, President (laughs) Hawthorne
1: 2020. (laughs) So, I mean, like, but like even that stuff isn't that's set up for future books, which just doesn't have a payoff, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's. That's kind of it. They get into an altercation. They kill some of the...
1: They kill the, like, revolution people. I think Prowess gets away. Prowess has a scene with this reporter, Lydia, who's, like, the the sister sister to Satellite. Yes, correct. On on, uh, the squad here, and she's, like part of like the radio one news which is like the only non fake news thing
0: true news
1: which is just talks about army shit all the time or whatever and she is like was the first one to like get hints of the revolution she published a book but she got like ridiculed for it Right. but now everyone knows about it and like they still don't hire her as like the number one source or whatever and uh, anyway just prowess invites her like sends her a box which she just opens
0: oh yeah yeah so if you're a reporter and you get a mysterious box sent to your house that someone clearly had to like break into your building to put in of your condo and she like you wouldn't open it she even goes through the dialogue in the book and she's like i really shouldn't open this it's gonna blow up she was like meh and just <laughs> takes it inside You're like, and
1: okay. then there's a note that's like come to this place completely alone and it's
0: full of blood and, and it's like yeah it's
1: full of like uh, blood and like a body part <laughs> yes. and like well, it's, a a spe- part, it's a but, specific yeah. invitation from, like, I am from the revolution, the evil organization that's yeah. been causing all this bullshit. Come alone to this place in Jerusalem.
0: And she's like, well, guess I'm catching the next flight to Jerusalem. And then
1: she goes alone and, like, just, oh, spoiler It she gets captured and thrown in a cell.
0: Yeah, but then they, they release her eventually because they want her to tell people. Because
1: Prowess is a big gossip?
0: Yeah, because Prowess is like, I want people to know how cool I am. Go and tell the world. That was basically like what? It.
1: That's fucking lame. Yeah, like, that's, that's a it's... really poor justification to get this character here. Yeah. And but like, if she already made the book, technically, wouldn't everyone know that shit already?
0: Well, no, at... because it's suppressed by the mainstream, you know, media and governments. But Nobody... it's still out there
1: to for publishing and purchase.
0: Chris, it's just like the earth being flat it's yeah, out there you're right it's out, out yeah. there but but, but no like if the revolution the starts
1: attacking and making themselves known as they are at the end of this yeah. book or whatever then clearly that would like rocket back up to like right right no shit so uh, i don't know like I, it's just like a weird thing where they this sister character gets captured and then released like into the yeah. same battle zone uh, that yeah and of satellites course, in
0: and satellite and lydia honestly i kept thinking they were a couple the way that their scenes were written it was just very weird paris i
1: think this might be a thing with you being an only child Where like you, you <laughs> like every time there's like I a like understand. a sibling thing reacting you're like it seems weird and incesty and it's like no it's just they they <laughs> like each other because they're siblings well like,
0: no but they're they're always like excited to talk to each other on the phone because saying, I they're I, love siblings. You, <laughs> I don't know what it's like to have a sibling I don't okay, understand. so
1: you know how you like me a lot. Yeah,
0: as, well, as, as my a friend, that's the yeah. same
1: thing. We've shared a lot of life experience okay, together, all right. and you would be like upset if something happened to me. Yeah, and you would, like we've probably I've we've probably never said I love you to each other, no, but that there's would be love weird. there. That'd I love weird. you, Paris. So oh saying God, this, on this air, is so as, weird. This <laughs> this see, is... it makes you uncomfortable. I, yeah, because... I want to jump out the window. It's very awkward. <laughs> no, see, just it just accepts the care between uh, you know.
0: but like just the way that it's written it's just so I wish I had saved a section but they have a phone it's conversation it's really not Paris
1: I have to I have to push against you here it's oh, just fuck. two siblings talking to each other and you're like always weirded out by
0: it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't get it.
1: All right. Well, it's, it's totally normal, guys. All <laughs> the people. What
0: the fuck is that shit? <laughs>
1: anyway, so yeah, that's kind of how the shit wraps up. They no. have the Jerusalem thing, no. and they contain it, even though the evil juice gets out. Do they find, like, an antidote to it? No, they don't, right? They just, no, like, round I mean, everyone I, up. By the way, they fucking murder the people that get evil juiced. They snipe the shit out of them, and they're well, like... Well,
0: because they turn into voracious zombies, essentially. But they don't even
1: try to think... Like, maybe they'll come down off it. Diamond is just like, no, get them. Pop, pop. And I like,
0: mean, I honestly... If someone is... I mean, they
1: are being, like, attacking with, yeah, like, deadly intent. So, just, I guess... You
0: just kill them, Chris. That's... It's,
1: it's just... It seems very cold. In, like, and it, there's not much... Like, I think one character for a second... I think Red is like, but these are people. Eh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh... I don't know. There's there's a couple just a couple random things I have. So at one point in the text, the main character calls himself an American ninja, which
1: got oh well, yeah. I was rolling. They didn't know that they were facing an American <laughs> ninja. Yes. <laughs> By the way, that is the voice and it, I imagine. It imagined. has never like it, it's not it hasn't made reference to like he does have like specific ninjitsu training, oh, but this is before God. that comes up, so it's just like this really weird one line. It's like an American ninja in France is protecting. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's my movie in a world where. Yeah,
0: well, and also, isn't ninjutsu, like, not really a thing? No, I was, No, it is. Yeah. Yes,
1: it is. Is it? Yes, it is. I,
0: what? I thought it was just, like, a bastardization of, of a martial art form that wasn't really Me, a thing. But,
1: I mean, like, ninja tactics were a thing in Japan.
0: But aren't ninjas also not really real?
1: I mean, not, like, the conception of them in, like, pajama, black pajama suits running around in the background. Right, right. But there was definitely, like, paid assassins, except they just looked like normal people. And they maybe had some sneak tactics. You know what? Let's go to Google for this. I'm, I need to refresh the page after I asked it if eagles come before anyway.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, every time Troy spoke in this book, I just heard it like, fucking Batman boys. <laughs> Ugh, I can't do I'm it. I'm
1: Battlestar. Yeah. <laughs> an American ninja protecting pretty ladies in France.
0: Gross. I have to have you read some of his dialogue. Yeah,
1: find me, like, some Troy, like, thought dialogue or, like, inner uh, monologue, and I'll give you, like, my fucking, like, best Christian Bale. Just read. Some schools claim to be the only legitimate heir of the art, but ninjutsu is not centralized like modernized martial arts, such as judo karate. I guess not really. Okay, yeah. It I, I might be, it was a separate discipline in some traditional Japanese school. Um, It sounds like kind of
0: maybe i'm misremembering
1: histories start spying in japan dates as far back as 572 but that's just spying so i don't
0: uh here read uh... oh
1: it ninjutsu was developed by the samurai of the nanboku period and further refined by groups of samurai mainly from koka and the Iga province of japan in later periods but there's a citation needed right after that so you know what i'm just gonna say eh, probably not
0: Uh, here, just read, just read after the France, read that last paragraph in the Troy voice.
1: I'll just do a little narrative. After the France incident, they talked every day for a while. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, you need to do it in the voice, Chris. Oh, the the whole whole thing? The whole purpose. Okay.
1: After the France incident, they talked every day for a while, but Troy grew tired of getting sympathy and reminders of his failure. Being the civilian director of Contra increased the awkwardness for his father. A similar discomfort used to occur when they talked about Troy's mother. She had left them when Troy was still a toddler. He slid the old picture of her out of his wallet and stared at it. How different would life be if she'd stayed? She and Dad seemed happy in every picture. Why did she go? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
0: that was amazing.
1: Oh, fuck. He's practicing my death metal oh, vocals, just, right?
0: Oh, round of applause. <laughs> round of applause for uh, Troy McChris. uh Mommy,
1: why did you leave me? oh
0: <laughs> no. Uh, Wait, you're
1: on another planet with my little brother? Please, I want to meet him.
0: Oh yeah, he does like a little so of course the little brother who gets taken back to the alien planet, it's not like Troy went to the alien planet. No, Lonthrin <laughs> went back to the alien planet because they named him My Lon. long
1: brother from another planet. Well, <laughs> Lon- I guess we're the same planet. Pl- pl- I don't Wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thrin. Anyway, like, literally, the book wraps up after the Jerusalem thing, and, like, his dad brings him aside, and he's like, Troy, you're from another planet. Really, daddy? I I didn't, I always knew I was special.
0: Yeah, and then Grace is like, oh, of course, no wonder I've always been attracted to you, we're both aliens! Then they, like, skip and hold hands (laughs) Yeah, the alien
1: pheromones. Yeah.
0: Uh, So, did you remember the part where he goes to the grocery store?
1: Oh yeah, this is like this is a nice little cherry on top. Of everything. There's one chapter where Troy goes to the grocery He's store. He's
0: like, I need a snack
1: to like get himself some food. Yeah. And the opening of the chapter is literally like the grocery. The grocery clerk said, "Thank you and have a nice day." She flirted at Troy. Is the word used yeah. and, like she's literally just like being a retail worker, doing your job, and that's flirting? Yeah. When Tom, no. <laughs> Nope. Like again, just like a little hints of this very weird, immature outlook on some things.
0: So, so there's that, and then so the whole purpose of his visit to the grocery store is to get bagels because he's craving some bagels. Now, I ask you, listeners, how do you eat a bagel? Because this this man, this fucking monster <laughs> of a person, just goes outside to the picnic tables outside the Safeway grocery store. Rips open the plastic packaging and just starts eating the bagels, <laughs> untoasted with no cream cheese. Battlestar
1: hungry, need bagel now. Uh,
0: just just starts shoving. <laughs> yeah, just like like a fucking bagel monster, just shoving these like unheated, untoasted, undressed bagels. Paris,
1: can I confess something to you?
0: <sighs> what now?
1: I've eaten a plain bagel before.
0: <laughs> just out of the packaging yes
1: just directly
0: that's so fucking pointless it was
1: one in the morning i just wanted some bread
0: put cream cheese on it I
1: didn't have any
0: put butter on it
1: i mean the toaster was right there oh
0: jeez, fuck that's even worse. i was afraid
1: the ding would wake my roommate up
0: bullshit monster and
1: you can't like stop it without the ding it like you have to ding it, it. like troy
0: mccris <laughs> so terrible but anyway, fucking With monstrous. that revelation of
1: what a monster I am. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking monstrous. Welcome
1: to the end. Of... I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about this besides... Okay, I wanted to introduce a kind of a new ending segment here. For oh, yeah.
0: oh, I guess the other question is like, would we, would we recommend anyone read this? No, is my answer. Yeah,
1: I mean... If you're into, like, G.I. Joe comic book stuff, like, it's fine for that. Like, if you just want, like, some... But it's the
0: same fucking story over and over
1: again. Gun gunfight stuff, then, sure, fine. But
0: it's not exciting, because no one ever dies. Like, it's no one ever suffers any real consequences. Warsaw gets hurt. But he's fine. Breakdown, like, has a leg
1: injury that's, like, minor, but he can still, like drive a car real good oh
0: yeah they randomly inserted like a fa- fast car driving scene into this book yeah like his
1: latinx like homies have like the garage of course in the first- yeah so but like okay so i wanted to introduce sort of a possible new segment at the end of these things which we've kind of done here and there in other ways but i want it to be like a specific thing where at the end of everything i basically i want to call it can we fix it Which is just us purposely trying to think of a way that this could have been made better or more serviceable... Or like, is this salvageable? And I think it's salvageable. You could have had something cool here if you just added a little bit more depth and took out less of the comic book cartoonishness of something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of things are are salvageable. I mean, with this one,
1: mm, you know, maybe you know, if Lixie really did have like a crisis of character and like was trying to fight back against the evil juice, even something like that. Well, yeah, and
0: also first things first, let's get these fucking names in order. Like these dumb fucking names really cut into. How, like this, how seriously you take the book.
1: X-Explosive is really the most uh, yeah. heinous well, of the and, bunch. And I
0: think Lixie and Router. Ra- 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 Ripster. 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 And like,
1: Raption, too. Yeah, like,
0: it's just the names, like, look, dude, I know you're trying to give people code names, but It's
1: better than Dr. Mindbender.
0: <sighs> but, like, Cross Hill, did you remember the backstory behind Cross Hill's He's British.
1: name? British. He had T, right? Like that's, no.
0: Cross Hill's na- name is because he buried a comrade on a hill and he put a cross on it.
1: Oh. All right. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you could have dug into like a little bit of like the horrors of war, or like, I don't know. I guess your evil people are like evil aliens from outer space for the purpose of being evil just give them some reason like they have to get resource i think that was a thing like the the planet the blue star was like a power source that the well, nez defeated and,
0: and they, they said the Nariel had like beat them in the last war or whatever sure war
1: but like star. give me i don't know give me something to latch on to with the nez death besides just evil just
0: yeah it was there's there's not a lot of depth behind any of the characters i mean even the all the good characters are just good. Like there's nothing remotely bad about any of them. It's
1: there's too no black conflict. and white for that kind yeah. of like, and he like the way Tom played this up is like, Oh, it's really depth in, deep. And in, like the lore is, I spent so much time researching it, but like he said, he talked about like how much research he did. Right. But I can't like what re there's no facts to be had here, besides, I, like... I
0: think the acronyms and, like... Yeah, acronyms
1: and, like, names of special forces and, like, I intelligence think, institutions. I think how some
0: of the weaponry works and, like, some of the space shit, but it wasn't that much.
1: Yeah, it's not, like, very... It's You could do this with a Wikipedia search. It's not, like, you need, like, to get to fucking academic journals and... Not, like, real research. Yeah.
0: It? Yeah. I don't
1: know. If you can do your research in a day on Wikipedia, it... Um, uh, yeah, who <laughs> like, <knows>? Not really.
0: <laughs> but... Yeah, I think first off, the names need a redo. Uh, like, almost all the character names need a redo. Um, you know, calling the one woman with red hair red is like, come on, dude. Like, give it a little bit of a lift. Like, you know, at least, I mean, at least I was Merlot, you know. I was the French girl with red hair. So it's like. Right, like, yeah, like right. there's a little bit of like right. a couple
1: layers there yeah, or something. Right.
0: like at least fucking do something. And I'm there. blind
1: date because I'm blind and. That's that's you know a, yeah. a cliche phrase you know, right. whatever. Blind date, yeah, a like date with your death or something, right? If yeah, I was good right, the...
0: right. Blind date with death, yeah, yeah sure, right. right. But yeah, I just think that the names need to redo. um just, Obviously, the morality yeah needs a lot more nuance, a little more
1: gray in there. Well, and
0: also I think he tried to focus on way too many characters in such a short book. Like you can't give depth to fifteen characters. Why like not have like book one is blue pages.
1: team, book book yeah, two is right. gray team. Book two is black. three is black team. You don't have to like specifically, but like focus in on those yeah. more for the backstory and shit. But and, like,
0: and also like the characters need real consequences. People need to actually die. They don't need to just like it's always get shot in the arm. The arms. other
1: soldiers that are dying, yeah, like the NATO soldiers and and, and other
0: Contra soldiers that we just don't know the names of. Or yeah, because
1: there's other like it's not just these like seven people per squad. There's like also like fifty other people that are just nameless, faceless fucking red shirts to get cut up in a hail of bullets Yeah. So, so that the other characters don't have to suffer any real consequences.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's like there needs to be there needs to be stakes. um, And there are really never any stakes because, you know, everyone's going to get out fine all the time and they do. Um, and, I, and then just the whole backstory is like it's just like Star Wars and Zelda. Like it's just the same with good a little Mercedes bit of Coheed shit. and Cambria.
1: In oh, there. yeah. You
0: pointed that out. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, OK, there's humanoid aliens in another star system many light years away, and they're cool guys, and then they they're have... Good, they're good, they probably have
1: a perfect civilization oh, that's yeah, utopic, there's no, and, no like,
0: war, you know, whatever, and then they're fighting the evil it's demons. It's too
1: black and white. Like, you yeah. need, you should have toned that down a little bit and given some gray area, and maybe just a little bit more nuance and depth in some of these backstories that...
0: Well, I also think it would have been more compelling if you found out that, like, the relationship between the Naryl and the Nazdeath. I almost said Nazgul, uh, the <laughs> Nazdeath. I wish you would have found out that like, they're enemies, but like Nerial actually fucked them yeah. up, like, or like like enslaved them, or sure. stole all their resources, and that's why they're horrible lizard monsters or something. Like they, I don't they know.
1: named our planet whores, and we couldn't <laughs> change it in the database. Oh god, you assholes!
0: They took all of our sequel knowledge. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it would have been more compelling if that if you felt like the Nesdeth had a reason to hate the Nerial other than well, they're evil. Yeah, Uh, and also the whole thing with the emissaries on Earth and how somehow they're all, like, really, really good guys, like, it would have been more compelling if some of them were maybe a little shady and maybe, like, didn't want the home planet to be involved. I don't know. Maybe they came
1: back to Earth and they were like, actually, fuck that place, and, like, we should cut off all contact or whatever.
0: Yeah, right, like, in, uh, you know, yeah, All all the good guys have no bad qualities. They're all strictly good yeah, no nothing bad
1: maybe one of them is like a little bit impulsive or lazy but it's not like in this way that actually affects them a- yeah. at all they're just all really good army gun shooty guys and because hey hey, if you rose that high in the ranks you must be perfectly good and amazing right
0: yeah so it's it's uh yeah it's just a little tough to maybe die. a
1: drug problem here or there yeah right or like somebody a- has a
0: sex addiction a drug problem They love dog fighting. I don't know. Or even just
1: like a a weird back, like a deep backstory beyond.
0: Yeah, like some kind of traumatic thing. I don't know.
1: We we didn't get any of that. No. So maybe like there's a basis for something perfectly serviceable here. Yeah. Right? Like you could do something with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. But again, it's like. To make this really different, you'd have to really work at it.
1: Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be unique.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: Anyway, that brings us to the close of episode 66. Thank you for being with me, Merlot.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Blindate. Yeah. So thank you, of course, to our Patreon supporters, uh, Darry, Greg, Will, Veronica, Dee, Jared, Lynn, Sina, Jakob, Horbin, a.k.a. Duck King, Bobby Black Cat, Ayame, Jensina, and Mayo Cat. If you, too, want to help support the show, like those wonderful people I just named, you can do one of four things. You can head over to patreon.com slash join slash terrible book club to become a patron. At the $5 a month level or higher, you can enjoy special video segments and download audio tracks where Chris and I watch movies or TV show companions to books we've read on the podcast. Sometimes we also do other random stuff, like we just watched the OA um so if you want to feel like you're watching a movie with me and chris you can do that on our patreon uh you can also listen to the show on the radio public app so this will passively generate income for a terrible book club each play gets us about two cents and we get an extra dollar bonus if you listen to three episodes in a row so if you can't give us money directly you can give us money indirectly by listening on that app uh you can also share episodes and links to the show on social media or tell a friend um and lastly you can leave us a review on itunes or whatever other platform you you like um, and remember that we enjoy interacting. Uh, we we love hearing from you, so feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Goodreads, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can also send us an email at two ter- uh, Terrible book Club at gmail dot com. We uh we just got an email the other day actually, so uh yeah. Oh, Chris, did you not read it? Uh, mm. no. Oh, okay. No, somebody just recommended a book, but uh yeah, it's ni- it's nice to hear from folks. Um, it's good to know people are listening. I mean, you know, we see download numbers, but yeah, those are kind of nebulous. Yeah, numbers you know?
1: don't have personality
0: yeah no, we love hearing from you also. Let us know. um, I don't know that we have any announcements do we wanna do we know what the next book is?
1: It must be on the schedule, right? yeah we're going into spooky town now.
0: oh wait is it spooky? No, town? No no, it's is September it's, I'm sorry no, I mean it's still spooky town- i mean it's it was spooky town time, time the first September first, which is is it today? Yes, what day is it it's Yes september yes. I have a long weekend and i've been I've been going out and and doing a lot of drinking, so I don't really know what day <laughs> it is anymore to be honest with you uh oh. Uh, I yeah, mean, let's check the spreadsheet yeah let's because i don't remember what i put on the schedule i'm the one that runs the schedule and i can't remember what i put on it
1: i remember what episode 69 is going to be but oh, we have I remember a couple things to get through there don't worry we we've we've uh, appropriately used that number
0: <laughs> it was an accident too it just like happened that. I, way. we
1: switched some things around the schedule oh, and i God. made sure oh. that that one remained
0: oh the next book oh i don't know if, i don't know if we're gonna do that one
1: so well, I mean, we've teased them well, enough.
0: All right, so this, so one day, so sometimes I go on Reddit to talk to people about the podcast, you know, link it when people are looking for book book podcasts. And in my travels, and sometimes I also use it to look for crappy books. Someone in uh, our terrible book covers posted the Puppy Girl Farm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, woof, and I was woof. like, I was like, I'll go put that on the list. And it was like a year ago, and now I've realized that it's finally now come now up. it's here. It's come up on the fucking the wheel, and I'm like, oh god, I don't know. I, th- I
1: think we've just committed to it.
0: Oh fuck me! If we
1: can find a copy,
0: I mean, it'll be digital.
1: Okay, well now we're in it. Uh So now you're know. in it, listeners. Well, it's
0: either that, or I don't know if I can handle. We'll see. Uh, it's either going to be that, or. Um, something called Selfie Showdown which if not we'll read that in November okay uh, so here we go yeah those are our
1: you'll find out next time on Terrible Book Club <laughs> uh, that's not quite the Troy voice I lost it
0: Blind Date I'm going we're going down we're going down oh, we're no. Down. oh no oh God. <laughs> on, no please
1: <laughs> bye Paris
0: <laughs> Roger that Blind Date <laughs> We're low out.